Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, we talk to Decrypt Media's CTO about Decrypt's new token. Read, share, and engage with the news to earn tokens. Pretty cool, huh? That and other news coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, March 18th, 2021. I hope everybody had a great St. Patty's Day yesterday. I know I did. I had a couple of Columbus Brewing Company IPAs and a couple nips of whiskey. Yum. Also, if you were paying attention to the prices of the stock market and crypto, you know that we had a midday surge. The Fed chair came on and said some bullish news, which drove up the prices. Of course, I hate when people say why the prices went up, but it was literally as they were talking, prices started going up on both stock markets and crypto. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say there's probably a little bit of correlation there. And that's why we have the prices that we have today. Let's take a look at them. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin's in the number one spot at $59,581, up 8.4% from yesterday. Ethereum's in the number two spot at $1,125, up 2.6%. Cardano's in the number three spot at $144, up 15.6%. And Binance at the number four spot at $270, up 6.9%. Tether in number five and Polkadot, $3682 in the number six spot, up 4.95%. Total market cap, we're at $1.81 trillion, with a BTC dominance of 60.8%. And in our first conversation today, we sit down with Decrypt Media's CTO, Ryan Bubinski, and we talk Decrypt's token. Doing well. Thanks for having me. 100%. Decrypt has a new token, and I think that's pretty exciting. I think this is probably the first of its kind. Tell me, what is the Decrypt token? So our token is uh, a token for our readers. It's um, earned through our app and you can use, you can redeem it for rewards, which we call drops. These drops are kind of really exciting new technologies or products in the crypto space that we develop and with our partners and make available to our readers uh, for these tokens. Uh, obviously the next question is how does it work and what's a drop and how do I get some drops? Yep. So I, you know, when you said that this is a unique token, I think what's unique about it is this is entirely a token for our community of readers. This is not in any way uh, something you can go out and buy right now. We're not, we're not trying to do an ICO or anything like that. This, this token has no value. It's really all about the community and a way of representing the value that our community creates for us decrypt and that relationship. So all you have to do is Download the app. You can find the app both in the um, Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Set up a wallet. And then once you set up a wallet, I think this is a, another unique characteristic of our implementation, which is that it's an entirely self-custodial wallet. So um, just in the same way that maybe you're familiar with MetaMask or Ledger, you know, those wallets, you own the keys. So you store your tokens with that wallet. You own it. You control it. It's the same with our app. Your keys for your wallet reside on your phone. So it's self-custodial. And then as you interact with content, read, either vote 
on content or share content, get rewarded tokens. And then with those tokens, you can redeem for these drops, these rewards that we talked about directly through the app. And so they're all digital. Uh, they can be delivered you know, to either your email or to another uh, wallet that you manage. Cool. So just let me just break this down and summarize this really quick. So I get the app, I open myself a wallet, and then I start just reading articles in Decrypt. Reading articles, I get rewarded. Sharing articles, I get rewarded. And that's how I earn the tokens. Am I correct with this? Yep. So that's that's really just our kind of starting point. Like we see that as a foundation to build on top of. We can talk a little bit about um, like why a token. I think that's a really important concept here because for something like a simple rewards program, you, you do not need a decentralized ledger blockchain implementation. Um, that's just kind of a really slow, bad database. If you instead look at it from the perspective of it's a type of technology that enables community functionality that would not otherwise be possible. So we talked about that you own these tokens. That means that whatever you do with the app, you're attesting or basically making claims to your ownership and participation or reputation in that community with your actions. And no one can change that. You know, that's, that's verifiably true in the sense that you know that Decrypt didn't go in and modify that in the same way that maybe an airline or a credit card company might void your reward points or remove your void points. So first we know the reputation of everyone in the community, and then we can build um, functionality that takes advantage of that. So it might be things like people first just voting for their preference, like if they want to maybe support a particular type of journalistic story, or if they want to support a particular artist, or maybe collaboratively fund an artist that Decrypt works with as part of our drop series. Maybe you want to um, participate in what are called prediction markets. So these are really interesting ways for, you know, it's kind of like a wisdom of the crowd, a collective voting mechanism for people to predict what's going to happen around a common event. And uh, if you look to DeFi, I think a lot of the kind of beginning um, like innovations have been developed there over the last year for exactly what these community features are within a protocol. We can provide those with the initial distribution of this token. So that's more of like the down the line idea. So as, like I said, as right, right now it is get the wallet, earn tokens for reading and sharing down the line could add predictive markets, collaboration, voting consensus, and all these other things. And then, so you have the, so those are things that you could do with the tokens. There's other things you can do with the token. I was hearing maybe it was going to have like a shop or exchange for maybe goodies or swag or something. Yeah. So this is all the rewards piece right now. We want to make sure that we can basically get cool stuff. Um, cool. All right. Uh, there's a few reasons. I mean, it sounds, it sounds somewhat trivial. If we talk about just like slag, I think that's a really cool starting point. I mean, basically any company, particularly media companies, um, they rely on a direct relationship with their readers or customers, you know, just like any business. If you know, you look at what's happened in media, um, that relationship has been disintermediated by Google and Facebook and other technology companies. And that's, it's really completely broken those traditional business models. And so something like token, what we're talking about here is a way to reestablish that direct relationship. And it, it's a form of accounting, but you gotta, you know, if you, you can you can say account for that that value that your customers bring you, you can provide that value to your readers, but then you gotta you gotta give them something cool to do with it. So the starting point for us is um, you know, these decrypt drops. And initially, um, our first season, we're planning um, a really unique creative set of NFTs that our product teams put together that um, I think people are going to be really excited about. But the general concept of drops is about us going out, finding the most interesting set of 
new products, like what's next in crypto, figuring out a way to make that easy to understand and fun to play with for our readers and then making it available. That's, that's super interesting. You know, and this might be, this is definitely something that we didn't speak about offline, but I want to just throw this at you. We'll see if we keep it in the show or we don't. But I spoke with Joey Krug a long time ago, Augur, and he was talking about reputation and he was wondering about how do you incentivize journalists and how do you get journalists to be accountable for what they pr produce? And he was talking about having the journalists stake their their reputation that's token formed to, to put out articles of good quality. And if the quality is not there, then they would lose their reputation slash tokens and that would damage them as a journalist and their reputation as a journalist. It, do you think the crypto add something like that to this tokens like by giving tokens to the journalists or the writers or the editors to make sure that the content they're coming out is of the highest of quality? Yeah. So <clears throat> the, like the problem's very real, right? And so what's, what's interesting about crypto is that it's, it's a tool set that you can bring to bear on these types of problems. And it just, it's just an entirely new like solution space that you can explore, right? Like it, it just opens up entirely new dynamics that were not otherwise possible. So an example that you met, uh, that you mentioned, um, there's some really, really careful considerations for the actual like mechanics of the economy. Like you're saying, like, okay, is it the journalists who are staking? Is it the publication that's staking? Who's ultimately accountable? On what terms, you know, do you, mm. do you uh, uh, slash the stake or repay it? Like, so, so the exact mechanics of that, um, I don't know the answer to the, the problem though, and the opportunity for, you know, I call the token, like this, this kind of foundational platform. It provides a set of tools that you can use to solve problems like that. Specifically for us. I mean, I have, um, I think there's a couple ways to approach that specific problem. One of the ways that I saw uh, proposed to this is just basic consensus of the more people that verify that this fact is true, since you're a decentralized system, uh, the more I, the more fact it must be because it's coming from a decentralized brain of people getting the same information, especially when it comes to subjective facts, that would be more of a kind of better way to test it than try to actually dig down in citation. It's super interesting. And I can't wait to see the evolution of this. But I want to get off of this before we go way too deep in this rabbit hole, because we've already went too deep. We're probably going, we're going way right. off topic. But I do want to ask uh, one last question. Um, well, I have two last questions, but the first last question is, what do you want to see Decrypt get out of the relationship that you mentioned between the reader and Decrypt brand with this token as a mediator? Yeah, I, I like that question. Um, I think about, you know, in DeFi, this notion of a fair launch, which is how do you, people talk about the value of tokens, right? What matters is who holds those tokens, how do they get them, and what do they do with them once they happen? So what I want, to, I, what I hope to see with this launch, you know, anyone who's curious about crypto to just start playing with it and start becoming familiar with these concepts, just getting comfortable, right? I think a, a key goal for us is to show and not just tell. Like we write about these projects and concepts and ideas all the time. And so we do a fantastic job of telling, but we also want to show. So I hope that, you know, anyone who's been on the sidelines or who's crypto curious or who's wondering, you know, what's the big deal about? Um, tries it out and just gets a feel for it because it's, I think anyone who gets their hands on it, they start to develop an intuition and then very quickly can start to, to realize, okay, this is why it's different from traditional centralized accounting systems. Mm. And you, you become curious and that, you know, that leads to kind of intrinsic 
motivation for education, which we all know is like a much better motivation than say someone telling you, go do this. 100%. Speaking of doing this, you have something that somebody could be doing at Decrypt, maybe a job? (laughs) Thank you. Yes, we are. uh, Well, we're hiring, of course. And we would love to have talented people who are very excited to bring crypto to as many people as possible. Join us. If you're curious, want to apply, uh, you can go to decrypt.co slash jobs. And uh, right now we're hiring for software engineers. So send us send us a note. Just because I know somebody's probably listening to this, they're like, hey, I could work from Decrypt. What are you looking for? Like, what are the requirements? What kind of, is it an education? Is it just passion? Do they have to know coding? Do they know have to know sol- uh, solidity? Like, what, what do they have to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crypto projects are like, they're very challenging uh, because of just the diversity of concepts and technologies involved. We're looking for people who are, of course, passionate about crypto. Um, also passionate about getting crypto into the hands of as many people as possible. Ideally, you know, they're they're curious also about media. Maybe media is a concept. You know, they don't have to be like super passionate about news, of course. But at the end of the day, we are a media company. Um, so we we tell stories. And we tell stories with product as well as as words. But for these roles, we, we are you know we're a very small team. Uh, four people, including myself. All four of us work insanely hard to get this out. We need more talented people, probably more on that. It's a senior software engineering role. So we are looking for at least a handful of years of experience under your belt, but let us know. (laughs) And that's my conversation with Ryan Bubinski, the co-founder and CTO of Decrypt Media. I want to say thanks for coming on. Thanks for launching this token. I think it's going to be groundbreaking. It's going to be freaking interesting. And I hope you get the talent you need to grow it. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Uh, It was a pleasure. And another news. I don't like these kind of articles because I think that every year they get proven wrong or Bitcoin goes to a new price or whatever. And it's just like, why do we always put out the FUD? Of course, to be balanced news, you have to have the hype. You have to have the FUD. You just have to, you know, really get all the mix of what's happening in the crypto space. But I just hate this because it's always proven wrong. And there's a lot of hypocrisy in these kind of statements. And this one is a research note by the Bank of America argued that investors had few good reasons to buy Bitcoin. They said it's slow. They say it's costly. They say the price is volatile. And they say that it's bad for the environment. They say there's nothing good about Bitcoin. I mean, those statements are so interesting because if you scroll down one more article, you can see the headline, Morgan Stanley becomes the first big US bank to offer its wealthy clients access to Bitcoin funds. What is really going on? Is it bad or is it good? Are people investing or they're not? I just hate these FUD articles because there's no substance. It's total hypocrisy. One thing's gonna say one thing, another thing's gonna say another. I think that we just have to look at the fundamentals. What is it for? What can it be used for? How are people using it? Who's getting into it? And then make your decision. We need to stop with the overhype and stop with the overfud. It's just tiring. Now, I don't know if I want to call it hypocrisy. I just think it's an interesting development. You have countries or governments saying we should be cautious about Bitcoin and blah, blah, blah. But in the same breath, you're going to have two articles just like this. U.S. government auctions off Bitcoin at a 21% premium. 0.7501 Bitcoin was sold by the U.S. government for $53,000. That was 21% more than that 0.75 Bitcoin was worth at $55,000 Bitcoin when they sold it. And if you think this is just America, no, you can go straight to Europe and see this headline, Seized Bitcoin sells for five times its value at auction. In an auction of seized Bitcoin by the French authorities, one buyer paid $290,000 per Bitcoin. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. I really don't know what's going on. We're going to try this ETF thing again because global investment firm Van Eck 
has had its Bitcoin ETF application published by the SEC. This means the SEC has 45 days to either accept or deny the firm's Bitcoin ETF application. So mark it in your calendars. Let's start counting down the 45 days to see if we have our first U.S. Bitcoin ETF. And finally, cryptocurrency exchange Kraken eyes a 2022 direct listing, following Coinbase's lead. If Coinbase is successful, I can see them really going all in on this. If Coinbase flops, maybe they'll reconsider. That's my opinion. Well, originally, Kraken wanted to get listed through a special purpose acquisition company, or SPAC. And this is basically a blank check company. This company is already on the stock market, and they're looking to acquire a company to bring them to the stock market just because of the acquisition. So basically, company on stock market, they buy a company that's not on the stock market, they merge with that company that's on the stock market, and then change their name to, say, the company that they really actually want on the stock market. For example, what's something that's happening right now, Churchill Capital is just on the stock market. It's going to merge with Lucid, which is an electric car company. Then after they merge, they'll change Churchill Capital to Lucid, and Lucid is now on the stock market. Kraken originally wanted to go that route, but because of their $10 billion valuation, they are deciding to go direct listing. In 2022, we have a ways away. We have to see what happens with Coinbase, and then we can see how successful they might or might not be. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. It helps us stay visible. Also, you can send me an email, matthewaron at decrypt.co. I'll read it, and I'll reply to it. You can give me suggestions about the show, give me comments, tell me you like the show, or ask me questions, which I'll put on the Friday episodes, which are listener question episodes. Until tomorrow, happy hodling.